0: Welcome to On Topic Retro, episode 38. I'm John Cummins, and joining me tonight is Shannon Eno, Chris Logel, Maddie Beth, and Derek Adams. Tonight, we're going to be continuing the Becoming the Hero series uh, with Ocarina of Time. So how are you guys doing? Good. Fantastic.
1: Good. Great. Thanks. How are you doing?
0: I, I could be a little bit better, but I'm doing pretty good for right now. We'll, we'll see how it goes throughout the, the rest of the recording. <laughs> see how hoarse I get, but, um, this is a big one. This is kind of like the, uh, the one we've been kind of working towards, the the first, uh, venture into 3d. This is kind of where, uh, we continue the, the kind of gameplay structure that we get from a link to the past. And, like I said, this is the, the first to 3D, so we kind of had Mario 64, and then we get this. Like our minds are already blown, like, never seen anything like this before. So it's this is going to be a pretty good one, I think, and pretty lengthy conversation. I'm sure that we all have a pretty good uh, experience to share with the, the first time that we played this game. I do have a little bit of housekeeping before we get into the experiences, though. Um, Virtual One Champions uh, is ongoing right now with the F0X Death Race Contest. So basically, for this one, you're just going, you only have to unlock anything or play a whole lot of the game. You can just go right into a Death Race from the menu. And the idea of the Death Race is you have 29 opponents that you have to knock out. Uh, they will give you a, it's the whole thing is timed, and then whenever you're done, uh, send me your time, like take a screenshot of the time send it to me and you will be entered into the contest uh, that, that will run probably till the middle of January uh, so there's still plenty of time uh, even whenever you're hearing this recording uh, you can either give it to me through Discord or you can send it to me through the uh, podcast email uh, that's ontopicretro at gmail.com uh, and then afterwards, we'll do an episode. So if you'd like to be on that episode, you can also contact me in either one of those uh, manners. Uh, the only other thing I have is the Christmas giveaways uh, that are ongoing on the, the Discord. Uh, if I get this out tomorrow, there'll still be at least, at least two or three days left of prizes. So we'll, uh, we'll see if I can get this thing edited first thing in the morning. <laughs> Give everyone a chance. That's pretty much all I have for housekeeping, though. It's a pretty quick one. So we'll move right into experiences, and I think I usually let Shannon go first, so this time I'll let Chris go first.
2: Thanks, John. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. Uh, great to be back on this uh, on the episode. I think um, this, uh, I know Zelda 2 I talk about it all the time, and I'm streaming it all the time and everything, but uh, this might be my favorite Zelda game of all of them i know that the Tears of the kingdom was really great but uh this was uh, the first like i remember getting this game as a child um my brother and i we were we went through this uh in like a, in a month and we were just non-stop playing this game uh there's so many cool things to collect so many uh interesting bosses and uh dungeons it's uh again like the, being the first 3d game it's uh it was like a whole new Zelda world, and uh, it's fantastic. Nice. <clears throat> it is a fantastic game. Uh,
0: this this game is one of those that are probably like. I have some of the most like earliest vivid memories of Zelda. Like just sit down and play. Like the I was old enough I could sit and play this like all night and stuff, and my parents weren't on to me as much. Uh, but yeah this this game is is. Truly amazing for the time. Uh, Derek, you want to go next?
3: Yeah. Um, thanks for having me back. Yeah, like I said, in the Zelda 2 episode, this is like my... like At the time, I was really familiar with the original Zelda. And this is my first formal introduction to the franchise. I was 17 when this game came out. And I remember getting it at Babbage's at the mall. That was used to, that was, that, used to, that was GameStop. Back then it was Babbage's. And I remember taking it home and just just being mesmerized by the... By the world and by the storytelling, and like honestly, this is pretty much one of my favorite games of all time. In my top three, hands down. I just I have so many fun memories playing this game. It made me made me a fan of the actual of the franchise, and made me a, like I just, I love it and I'm like I'm on my 20th place to play playthrough today, actually. So, yeah, it's pretty. It's really. It always kept a special place in my heart. So,
0: nice. Uh, Shannon, we'll let you go next. All
1: right, so uh, this is actually the game that convinced me to finally buy a Nintendo 64. Um, I I mean, I was always probably going to eventually get one anyway, but I was actually turned off at the idea of my favorite Nintendo and Super Nintendo games going 3D. Uh, So I was really against Mario 64 um, at the time. I don't know. Uh, why but I was and uh, so I was like nope if that's the way they're going with things I'll just keep playing my NES and Super Nintendo. Um, I was I was uh, graduating high school when this game came out and um, I started seeing it you know in Nintendo Power um, seeing it just kind of talked about here and there and um, I'm like, oh, it's Zelda, though. It's Zelda. I, I just got to do it. I got to do it. So I bought a Nintendo 64 and a copy of the game. Um, and when it came out and uh, yeah, it was the first game I played on the 64. And I realized, all right, maybe my maybe maybe it's not so bad having my uh, my games be in 3D. Um, it, it definitely took me some getting used to uh and i still i still have that nostalgic um love for the the 2D ones um but i've i've definitely grown to just uh love these games too and and this one is where it, where it really started for that right this is where zelda got big this is this is i think where zelda became uh a top tier franchise and I don't just mean for Nintendo but I mean for video games um there's a reason why this game is considered to be uh the best game ever made by a lot of a lot of people um and uh you know it's it took everything that the 2D Zeldas were starting to do uh and just brought it into the next into the next generation um and uh yeah this the story the the graphics at the time (laughs) were were pretty amazing um the game played really well they really figured out how to how to make this work in a in a new way so um yeah i played through it i must have played through it probably three four times before i even touched another uh nintendo 64 game so (laughs) uh, that was my experience
0: Awesome. Uh, Maddie, are you ready to go?
4: Uh, yeah. So, thanks for having me. Um, I, Ocarina of Time was my second game. Um, I played Ocarina of Time 3D, and I had just come off of playing Breath of the Wild, and was like, ooh, I like the Zelda series, and I started playing Ocarina of Time 3D, and at the same time I got Link Between Worlds, but Um, I started playing it, and I was like, "This it wasn't at all like Breath of the Wild, but I still really enjoyed it, and I did enjoy the more classic Zelda storytelling. And that was my first real introduction into what classic, more classic, I guess, Zelda games were. And I really liked just the overall story and feel of the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can only imagine uh you know being in today's like i can imagine my my kids playing this game for the first time and uh you know after playing breath of the wild this this game probably does feel a little bit dated so i you know i can imagine that it is kind of tough to go back to to some of the things that Zelda does in its earlier days but at the same time i think that the it's fresh enough and different enough uh the controls aren't terrible for the time. I, I definitely could see that somebody, somebody's still enjoying it, you know, for what it is. And it's kind of funny because you got, you know, when we got this game brand new, we were learning controls for the first time three, you know, what 3d Zeldas would play like, and then, you know, kids going back to it now are having to learn how to play, Without camera controls working the way they do on modern Zeldas and and all these things,
3: <laughs> being a grown ass man, I've still learned that. Uh, like yeah. go back and
0: replay it. Yeah, it's hard to do. Yeah, but uh, uh. no, this game is uh, it's probably the first Zelda game that I beat multiple times. I played, I played A Link to the Past. Uh, through one time and there was just so much stuff going on with the, the super Nintendo at the time that I, I never did make my way back to it. Uh, but this game, I, like. I remember finishing it and then just, you know, if there was a new game, plus I would have been playing that, but just immediately going back through starting a new save file and, and just kind of going right back through it. But this was also the first game, uh, like that I remember going out and like asking my parents to try to buy me for the N64. All the other times I would get stuff for Christmas or our birthdays or things like that. But this this game like I knew it was going to be like it was on the radar. Nintendo Power was talking about it everywhere. It was it was going to be huge. And I remember asking like specifically for this one cuz I think I would have been like 13 maybe when this game came out. So I had already had already been looking at all the stuff and was prepared. <laughs> all the other all the other Zelda games I played was because my bro- older brother had them and they were already existing, like they were hand me down kind of situations. But this was the one that I was really prepared for. I had friends that uh, were also playing it with me, so that was another thing. Like when I played uh, League to the Past, I was kind of solo playing that game, but. This one, I had that kind of playground experience. We're all talking about it every day after after our, wherever school started. You know, we were talking about for school, at recess, like any chance we could get, we were talking about Zelda. So this one always, like I said, will probably be the most uh, vivid memories I have of the the older Zelda games, which is kind of hard to believe we're talking about it, this game being 22 years old now. <laughs> or I guess... No, twenty five yeah, years old. John, but.
2: like, yeah. So yeah, yeah. John, like my 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 son grew up with the Wii U. Like his first real Zelda was Breath of the Wild, and so he's really that generation of Zelda that Zelda is an open world Zelda sort of thing where I can do anything in whatever order I want, and I can kind of do any kind of a number of side quests that I want to do, and then I can get to Ganon and I can and I can save Hyrule. And so uh, I've, I've always enjoyed this game, but I got really back into it when it came on to the NSO Online. And so I said, well, Noah, this might be your real chance to really give Ocarina Time a chance. I think you really would enjoy this. Uh, and unfortunately though for him, he got to the um, he got to Dun- Dungong Ghost Cavern, and then he got stuck, and then he just sort of fell off. <laughs> And I've still been trying ever since to get him to really give this a chance because I think he'd really enjoy it. Um, But it just hasn't really gone for him. So I don't know if it's a a generational thing. Uh, I have told him that there's a 3DS version that looks better because I know that's one of the drawbacks. When you look at those graphics, the polygonal graphics, he's not crazy about it. So uh, introducing that to a new generation, I would definitely recommend give the 3 ds version to try it because it does look much cleaner. um and there's some little minor improvements on it but i mean these games to be installed beautiful no matter which version it is and uh i think if i think if you enjoy Zelda you should try it yeah
0: i don't know if it's uh cuz my son he just has a hard time like sticking with games he plays so many different things and the kinds of games that he plays a lot of times, like they're not games that you beat. Like you can just continually play them over and over again. Uh, so anytime he's playing something, uh, that has a story, like I, I think he just gets bored with it. Like he wants to play, he plays stuff like Minecraft. He plays, uh, uh just crap, you know,
2: any games where you're crafting things,
0: uh, he,
2: yeah, see, my son, my son enjoys the Zelda series, and like so, like for for Tears of the Kingdom, it was coming up to Father's Day when the release date, and I'm like, oh, Dad, we should totally get you this for Father's Day. And of course, as soon as they opened it, he's like, well, hey, would you mind if I take a try? And I didn't get it the game back for a month. <laughs> so I mean, he he's definitely a fan of the of the genre, and he's definitely a fan of Zelda. So, um, I mean, I told him like, hey, look, you know that. That the way you're targeting your enemies, you know where that came from? That came from Mockery of Time. A lot of the legacy stuff from that game still are in the Kurds, all this. And so, you know, I mean, a it's a little more linear. Yeah, it's a little less um, open world. And, and there's more of a progression, like you should go to... Actually, there was a debate on the podcast. I was to When you're doing the, um, the temples, is there an order? And I said, yeah, there's definitely an order. You need to get one item here to do this one, to do the next one. And they're like, well, is there? I'm like, yeah, there is. So, yeah, so maybe modern Zelda players don't like that, but um, I don't mind. I, I, I mean, again, Zelda 2 is definitely a linear game where you just you have to go to A to B to C. So I always enjoy that part.
0: Yeah, no, Ocarina of Time is totally linear. Um, yeah, right? <laughs> like it, it pretty much tells you where to go. Like, you're going to you're gonna do this, you're going to do that. They give you hints along the way of where you
2: need to go next. And if... If you do anything wrong, Navi's always like, hey Chris, remember, shouldn't be doing this now? Yeah, you don't get Hey, yeah. listen, yeah. hey, wait, listen, hey, hey, hey listen. Hey, Navi. Hey, Navi, pump of for Navi. I'll get there. Okay. Listen. Hey, that- Navi wasn't near as
0: annoying as uh the No, no, that's true. <laughs> A skyward
2: sword. No. But I mean I I mean I'm, the thing is like, especially for the part of the game, I'm just before I'm about to make the time jump and uh so yeah but i want to get all the i want to plant all those the seeds yep. I wanna yeah i want to get all the mastery and now i would be just you look hey chris remember the temple time I'm like yeah yeah be, go away for a minute yeah. i'll be i'll get there <laughs> i'll get there i know where i'm going so it's good i this is my first uh, rodeo yeah it's
0: i think yeah it's one of those games that like i, I would like to get my kids to try to tr- play them a little bit more Zelda I think my son's played a little bit of Breath of the Wild but hasn't really set off and did the whole game which is kind of surprising because it's more it's more like games that he plays nowadays so maybe I can get him back into it but he definitely at some point needs to I mean I imagine someday when he's older he's going to look back I want to play through them all but uh, it hasn't quite got its hooks into him yet I guess That's what I should say
1: that's the same with my son. He's you know, he's plays a lot of the same kind of games that you're talking about your son playing and he's he's dabbles, he dabbles every time a new Zelda comes out, he dabbles in it, you know. Um, you know, he's got number of hours, he's done a few of the Divine Beast and in a Breath of the Wild. He's got, you know, maybe oh, the first couple dungeons of Skyward Sword and and then, you know, he's he's gotten through you know, uh, the first little bit of, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, but he never really sticks with any of them for, for all that long. He did actually play the 3ds version. He borrowed my 3ds version of this game and he did put in quite a few hours, but he still ended up kind of falling away. Uh, I think after the second or third dungeon. Um, but he, so he definitely has an interest, but just doesn't have that staying power.
2: So I guess the alternative is like for for you guys when you when you find your children finally eclipse you at something in some kind of skill. This is what my life is now because all the games Noah one will tell me how great how fast he got to somewhere how fast he beat the game. Like Breath of the Wild was the definite three years shooting <laughs> cycle because it took me like forever to finally get enough time to play Breath of the Wild. <laughs> And to beat the game and, and it's famously in the, in the dad's discord nintendo Dad's Discord, where like tim and i are like i think we went five years before we finally beat ganon and i think Noah like just for spite just played it again and beat it two or three times just to tell me how many, how many times he did it before i got through it once yeah so true. i guess that's the alternative is like if your kids either don't care about what you do or they get better at you and then they keep reminding you how much they're better than you. Yeah, they have more time than you too, Chris. <laughs> right, that's the thing. I try, to, I try to explain that to him when I was explaining how it took me five years that like, I had enough time that he had in a week to play the game in a month or something like that. And it's like, yeah, plus you have the card all the time. You're know? like, what do you want me to do?
0: I remember Tim was like racing oh, yeah. to try to finish it before Tears of the Kingdom came out.
2: <laughs> right, I wasn't. I wasn't that. Yeah, bad. That's and pretty then, rough. and then, yeah. I mean, uh, for, for for me, because Noah finished Tears of the Kingdom, and so I had it. I had it to myself for about a, three months, and still that was. Uh, and then, I mean, I looked at. I got my my numbers for twenty twenty three. That was half of my year. With Tears of the Kingdom, too. context
3: right? For me, like Tears of the Kingdom came out right before Street Fighter Six. So, as soon as Street Fighter Six came out, I kind of dropped off Tears of the Kingdom. Start playing that, I, and I got back into Tears of the Kingdom uh, like if like about a month ago. Get get back into it. So, uh,
0: that's going to be a a major episode in itself to finally talk about that game. I think we've we've all talked about experiences um, we can move into the game discussion and I'm just gonna read a, just a little bit about uh, just some things off of Wikipedia on the development um, this game released on November 21st of 98 and I think that was that was in Japan uh, this ah, this game came out on my birthday in uh, the U.S. on November 23rd. And then Europe would get it in December 11th, 98. And uh, Australia would wait December 18th. So pretty pretty tight release schedule for this game. And then, of course, it was also... It's been released several times over through Virtual Console. Um, it got a release on the... Uh, GameCube through a bonus disc with a Master Quest a Master Quest uh, and then it, it's we've already been talking about, a little bit about it here but it's been re-released in 3D on the 3DS uh, as Ocarina of Time 3D uh, with slightly I guess the graphics are better smoother and the the controls have been cleaned up a little bit there's some differences uh, but other than that, it's probably an overall better experience of, of the game than the original. So if that's something you're looking to to play for the first time, you might try to play it on 3ds if you have a 3ds, and it's relatively, it's probably actually cheaper to get that version <laughs> than it is to buy the the one for the N64 if you even have an N64. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I saw it used today at a local hobby shop. It's going for sixty four dollars, which is a well, it was the same price when it came out brand new back in '98. So, yeah, that, yeah that, that was just the cart, no box or anything. Holding its so.
0: value. Yeah. So, just a, a quick I'm not going to do a really deep dive in this because we got a lot to talk about with gameplay and stuff. But uh, this this game was developed by Nintendo EAD, led by a, a large group of directors uh, with Anuma in there, Koizumi. Uh, produced by Miyamoto, of course. Uh, the whole story was written by Kensuke Tanabe, who's been a part of the Zelda series uh, for quite a while by this time. Uh, Koji Kondo's back doing the music. Yes. Which I believe he would Great score. do all of the music for yep. forever. Some of the best yep. music. <laughs> yeah, some of the best music
3: in Zelda. So. The only guy does the music Nintendo, seems like. <laughs> yeah.
1: Definitely, definitely not a uh after school club game, kind of like Link's Awakening was, uh, so to speak, where they were yeah. doing it after hours. Yeah. Uh, this was this was definitely a major uh ordeal.
3: This is this, this is a huge title, epic title. Um, and I
0: think that this is also so like a pretty neat deal that they just how big of an influence music is in the game to the point where you can play songs on a virtual ocarina in the game. Like you can uh, play all kinds of songs on there. There's plenty of videos of people playing <laughs> all kinds of stuff on it. Um, well,
3: when I, when I saw the title for the game, when I went I, with the previous first game. I repeat by the way, for Babbage's I asked like try to pronounce ocarina. I'm like, I can't pronounce that word. I've ever said that word for my life. Like it's
0: <laughs> how you pronounce the it. I <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, what, what is this? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know. I've always called it Ocarina of Time. Yeah. I don't know if that's was Ocarina or I don't know if it even That's matters. what I call it. That's what
2: I've always called it too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ocarina. I mean, there's a lot of discussion on the other podcasts on two about what the, the names uh like is it Saria or Saria, or is it uh yeah uh, uh, uh Kokiri or Kokuri or like you know this like, like wow, I didn't realize that there was this much debate. I just thought I had all the names. Well, you don't have anybody well, pronouncing thing, it in the game. Yeah, nobody.
0: <laughs> there's no there's no voices, no words or you know anything in the game. So like it's all up to debate That's on in right. your, you know, when you're a kid and you're reading this, you just read it how it comes across. You don't put a lot of emphasis on how to pronounce words at that time.
3: I am surprised yeah. that you call it Zelda 64 because at the time they were naming all their games 64 because so oh, I am surprised they called that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I believe Did it get the 64 moniker in Japan? I can't remember. I think it was on the box, maybe. I think it might
3: have been like in the pre, like in the list of games coming out, they said Zelda 64. That could be. They were coming to the console. Yeah, Yeah,
2: it feels like a a working title
0: pre release. Yeah, Yeah, I know that uh, this game was also, you know, kind of in development around the same time as all the, the early games on the n64 uh but definitely needed a lot more time uh, in the oven to the point where i think they started to to develop it for the 64 disk drive uh just due to having a a larger capacity and i think that kind of got rolled back um with the failures of that peripheral (laughs) so i'm kind of glad uh this would have been a horrible game to be stuck in Japan on a disc drive system. You know,
3: I know the, the original Zelda was on a disc drive and for the, uh, the super Famicom and uh, oh, for the original
0: Famicom. Yeah. 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 It, they, yeah the, the first two games are actually disc, uh Famicom disc system games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this could have been, I mean, luckily, we, we kind of are in a similar situation where the cartridge could h- end up handling the game at the end of the day. And uh, yep. we would get this game on a cartridge. I just a pretty gold cartridge. Yeah, I, ju- I just thought it was interesting that this, this was one of the games that was uh, being looked at to be in development for the disk drive system. But I think it didn't take very long for them to realize that the uh, disk drive was not going to be a a huge seller to the point where Nintendo of America didn't even bring it over. So,
1: well, And And
0: now they're super expensive.
1: (laughs) Right. I mean, they weren't... I don't wonder... Sorry, let me start that over. I do wonder as well how much time they really put into that, given the fact that they were turning around and releasing a sequel... Like what? A year, or, or you know, within a couple of years, right? I'm trying to remember yeah. when Majora's Mask comes out, but it's it's pretty close.
3: That was 2000. Yeah, so it came out. So 2000. to
1: turn around and, and do that, and I realize they used the same assets and everything to be able to do that. But even still, I can't imagine they were able to put that much time and energy into the disc drive. But uh, and and they were able to use what they did do, of course, for that Master Quest. Um you know. Well, so it didn't go
3: to Dimitri, ways, yeah, Dividor's mass require the expansion yes. pack. Like the, the they can't it did. it they yes. require that. hmm
1: Yeah. Um yeah. and I, I
0: mean
3: it's oh
1: go
0: ahead. I was gonna say that I they could have put a lot of time into it because I mean I think the uh the disk drive itself was was announced before the N sixty four even released, like that they were gonna be developing it like I think the ultra 64, I think that, uh, it was good. You know, supposed to be a big deal, uh, pretty early on, but you know, I think got delayed several times. It actually ended up releasing after, uh, Zelda did. So actually my earlier statement, I guess is, is incorrect. The, uh, this drive wouldn't have even failed at this time. I guess it was just proving to be too difficult or maybe they realized that, uh, the The disk drive was gonna be delayed uh and not make it in time, so maybe they made the executive decision to put it on a on a cartridge instead uh just to be able to get it out. you' gotta remember if these games were being developed around the same time as super Mario and mario kart sixty four and all those you know it would be the last one to release out of all those games you know two years true. later true so. Yeah, you definitely don't want to hold on to these things for too long. I mean, they, I'm sure they wanted to get it out, especially with the PlayStation kind of kicking N64's butt at that time. They they really needed a system seller. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of really all that I, I'm sure. There's a huge development story on this game, but uh, I haven't read it, and I. I haven't put the time to to put any notes to it, so we're going to kind of leave it at that. going to let shannon read the story for this game as he has been doing uh through the instruction manual yes was this a, a huge insert just, in that manual just or is two it pages
1: a... just two pages in two this pages one. yep two full pages n- and no no special artwork unfortunately but um all right a long time ago Before life began, before the world had formed, three golden goddesses descended upon the chaotic land of Hyrule. They were Din, the goddess of power, Nehru, the goddess of wisdom, and Faeror, the goddess of courage. Din, with her strong flaming arms, cultivated the land to create the earth. Nehru poured her wisdom onto the earth to give the spirit of law to the world. Rich soul created all life forms who would uphold the law. These three great goddesses returned to the heavens, leaving behind the golden sacred triforce. Since then, the triforce has become the basis for Hyrule's providence. Where the triforce stood, became sacred land. In the vast, deep forest of Hyrule, the great Deku tree served as the guardian spirit. The children of the forest, the K- K- ha, the Kikuri, I don't know if anybody pronounces that differently but Kokori lived with the great Deku tree. Each Kokori had his or her own guardian fairy, except one. His name was Link. Early one morning, Link was having a nightmare. It was the same nightmare he had every night. During a storm, Link would find himself standing in front of a mysterious castle. A rider on horseback carrying a girl would race by. The girl would look at Link as if to say, as if to say something. Then, another rider would appear. This big man, clad in black, would look down menacingly at Link. Link would then awaken. "'Link! Hey, get up, Link! The Great Deku Tree wants to talk to you!' As Link opened his eyes, he saw a fairy floating in front of him. The fairy's name was Nave. Nave was sent to summon Link to the Great Deku Tree. "'Oh, Nave, thou hast returned,' said the Deku Tree. "'Thank you, Link, for coming.' thy slumber these past moons must have been restless and full of nightmares a vile climate provides pervades this world verily ye have felt it the time has come to test thine courage i have been cursed i need you to dispel the curse with your wisdom and courage art thou prepared link entered the great deku tree and broke the curse well done, Link. I knew that you were that ye were worthy of carrying out my wishes. A wicked man of the darkest, of the uh, sorry, a wicked man of the desert casts this dreadful curse on me, employing his vile sorcerous energies. The evil one is searching for the sacred realm connected to Hyrule, for it is there that one will find the divine relic, the Triforce, that contains the essence of the gods. Whoever holds the Triforce can make their wishes come true. Thou must never allow the desert man to lay his hands on that sacred triforce. Thou must never suffer that man to enter the sacred realm of legend. Link, go now to Hyrule Castle. There you will surely meet the Princess of Destiny. Present this stone to the princess. I have foreseen that she will understand everything. The great Deku Tree gave Link the spiritual stone of the forest before dying. The Deku Tree's last words were, the future depends upon thee, Link. Thou art courageous. So unfortunately, Link broke the curse, but still the tree died. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't he just give him the stone without without breaking the curse? I don't know.
0: <laughs> He's gonna die anyway. That's the the destiny of the tree. <laughs> yep. All right. Before we get into gameplay, I, we've been mentioning the official, unofficial Zelda timeline. Uh, <laughs> this is the fourth game in the creation of Hyrule timeline, uh, the, and this is the last game before the timeline splits. Obviously, this is so. Yeah.
1: This was the breaking off point of all the branches. Um, it's the
3: splintering Jimmy. of the loom. <laughs> Dean didn't mean, but also this is like the earliest game chronologically in the series. This game here was like the no, very beginning. Uh, Skyward, Sword, Skyward
1: Sword would be.
3: Yeah, th- 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 this, is- this is before Skyward Sword, but yeah. Oh, at, at the time, time, yeah. Is the most, yes. Yeah, at the, ta- at the time, yeah. 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 Uh,
0: yes, because we would not get any other games before this until Game Boy Advance. Then obviously Skyward Sword, and then wherever they feel like they want to try to put uh, Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom, that could be uh, another mess. Of course, they kind of just timeline. They actually
1: just uh, they just did in an interview say that they weren't concerned about where it goes.
0: (laughs) So pretty much, I don't think they were concerned about any of (laughs) these
3: at the time. But fans Uh, will demand. Yeah. I think this. made it up just to please yeah, the fans. Yeah. Yeah, it's there somewhere. It's yeah, beginning. I, yeah, it's beginning.
0: The break off. It's other stuff happens. No. Nope. Yeah, I don't. I mean, none of this. I don't. I don't think any any kind of uh, timeline or or anything was put together until the uh, dark horse stuff. Mm-hmm. So.
3: What drew me to this game was the music and the artwork. The art. The art style. I remember that, that where you see Link, like the sword on the back, the Master Sword, and the shield. And had like he just looked cool. I, I like the art style in this game. It's really cool that the 3DS game actually managed to show off that, that artwork, how the game was supposed to look, Do the, the graphic update. It was 64. You, you kind of see it, but it wasn't that clear. But the, with the 3DS game, with the visuals, actually see what like Zelda Link was supposed to look like. And I really, liked it. I like that. Like on, um, and so Caliber Two was the same link from Ocarina of Time.
0: I like, I, I like how link, link looks in this game. He looks, he looks, looks cool. Didn't they change the? Uh, speaking of the Master Sword, uh, didn't they change the the dominant hand of Link in the 3DS versions? I think maybe. No, that was.
1: Um... That well, or what was I'm that trying again? to remember in the that was, three, yeah, but you're thinking of when they did Twilight Princess, the that was, GameCube, uh, the, Princess, the GameCube, yeah. and the Wii versions are flipped. That's right. That's what I'm thinking about. Um, but but there is something. Isn't isn't everything flipped in the Master Quest version of this game though too? Now that I think about it.
0: Well, I'm also thinking about. Uh, I, th- I thought at some point they changed Link holding the Master Sword in the left hand to the right hand.
1: I thought they just did that starting with the Wii games because of the fact that most people maybe are right-handed. Was. And then they just kind of went yeah, yeah. forward with that. Starting with Twilight Maybe episode.
3: that's... Um,
4: I think which... they did do that, actually. Like, in the normal game mode, it's left-handed. And then if you do Master Quest, I believe it's right-handed.
3: yeah. That's sounding right which is cool because I'm because I'm because I'm a lefty. So yes, and I just I, I like just that.
1: looked it up, and uh, they did re yes, the uh, master quest is completely mirrored. The entire game received a complete yeah, reflection. That, that much like the Twilight whole... princess did for the Nintendo Wii.
0: Yeah, the whole thing is mirrored, but to what uh, Shannon said earlier, the starting with Skyward Sword. Uh, Link has become a right-handed sword wielder. Yeah, but he was a left-handed for all the other games. Yep,
3: say lefty Link, say le- say a lefty man. Uh, Come he's, on, he's
1: all right-handed now in all the all all games ah, since sucks. since um, yeah, Master Quest and and then really though, starting with Twilight Princess on uh, on the on the Wii, <laughs> he's been right-handed ever
2: since.
0: That's different.
2: I mean I'll be honest, a lot of the of the adult timeline for lake in this game I used the uh the giant sword, so I was Yeah bad. wielding two hands that. anyway. Yeah, so. the <laughs> Yeah. The uh Gorong sword. Yep. That's one of my favorite uh uh quests of the game is going through that trade sequence and getting the sword. Uh,
3: I
0: used the gorong I used the hammer sometimes too in this game. Right. Well, now I think we're starting to get into some of the gameplay, so we'll go ahead and move into into that. this kind of loosely. I don't have uh, notes for that, but I do have the... I've been using the Zelda Dungeon website to kind of grab information from. So we can kind of go through some of the the stuff in here. Um, Just kind of starting with some of the characters uh, in this game. This is kind of... I mean, I guess really they, they did start doing some character... Of of uh, people in a link to the past, and uh, quite a bit of it in *Link's Awakening*. Yeah, we, we talked about that. Uh, there's lots of characters in that in those games, uh, and then with the N64, I think it kind of goes back to having just kind of a handful of of characters, really, compared to what we would see later. Uh, and some of that might be just due to limitations of the. Uh, the game itself being 3d for the first time and, and being on a cartridge. But I mean, we got Zelda, you know, Zelda as an adult, the Ganondorf and as the main protagonist, we see Sheik, you get some brief uh, instances where you see the sages and and stuff like that but like even whenever you first get to the town like the first uh well the castle town like it's it's really kind of like not really a whole lot going on in there <laughs> even as a yeah as a kid
1: a, a bustling metropolis there's people dancing
3: the stuff in there <laughs> yeah, yeah. but of, yeah
2: lots of, lots but of you here. see people moving
3: and on, Then at the
1: nighttime
2: yeah. all the dogs are let the dogs At least
1: hide. it doesn't look completely bare and empty. I mean, I guess until you're an adult link and, you know, Ganon's already, or Ganondorf's big... already taken over. But, uh, yeah, then you just have uh, Gibdos to talk to. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this game kind of continues what uh, I think Shannon pointed this out in the, like, the past episode, where you get, uh, you get a couple of dungeons. I think there's three. Then the world flips on its head, and now you've got six more.
3: It's almost like it's almost like two games in one. That's like how well, I remembered it. Like you do that one quest as Young Link, got the three stones, and you did the Temple of Time. Now you're Adult Link, yeah. You, know, you get the like the seven stages, and I, you you always go back and forth. But to me, it always felt like there was two separate quests. Yeah.
0: You know. Well, oh, this is the dark world of right of uh, Ocarina of Time. Yeah, it's the
1: it's yep. the duality that you see in a lot of the a lot of the Zelda games uh, after after um, Link to the
2: Past. Um, and, and, yeah, I guess... I mean, I think about it now, I think about it now like the, the the time travel thing in Avengers Endgame where, like, changing your future doesn't change your past, but this seems like you go back in time, you go back and forth between Young Link and Old Link all the time if you if something there's you forgot to do or you needed to get something to be older in the future, you can just, oh, just go back to the temple, put it there, and now yeah. it's Like, I feel like, uh, what was that line they used? Uh, So, Hot Tub Time Machine is a load of BS. And you're like, "Uh, Zelda, you're doing it to me, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: uh,
3: Speaking of the sages, so. Chris, Chris, sorry, I I have a question, Chris. Did you listen to Kokomo when you played this game? No, that was me. I no. was the
1: one. <laughs> no. okay. I was the one who played Zelda yeah. Two. Chris had the. Oh, Chris had the patent and uh, Chris H. Yeah, oh, Chris, babe. I'm sorry. Yep.
3: Oh, I'm right, sorry. No, I, I, uh, I apologize. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. It, uh, it, I no, no, I did not. You go ahead, Shane. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. I, right. I was just
1: going to mention that. Also, going back to the Zelda Two episode, you see the sages here a lot of them are named the same as, as the towns in Zelda too. Um, yep. And, uh, which is, which is kind of a coolest thing to see. This is the first time we see also, uh, different races of, of people in, in Hyrule. Right. And so, um, now we, we finally don't have evil Zoras. We have the lake cousins, so we don't have the evil river Zoras. We have, uh, The Zoras, which are good people here, Um, and uh, we have the introduction of the Gorons for the first time as well, Um, and then of course the 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 ah, okay, how do you guys say it? (laughs) The Kokiri, the the Kokiri, yeah,
3: Kokiri,
2: yeah,
3: Uh, Kokiri, yeah, Kokiri.
1: So we have we have them. They're technically, I I suppose, considered to be a different race of, of people. And and I guess we have the Sheikah only we only have Impa and and Sheikh, uh-huh. right? Like we don't see any other of the Sheikah tribe, but it's it's the first nope. time we, we're getting mention of, of Sheikahs, though. So even though you know it's it's all these years later and and we look at games like Breath of the Wild and uh Tears of the Kingdom, but they're still just tons being pulled from from this game.
2: And I think I, I think I read this the first time today. Impa's got a house for this first time in this one. And then if you go to the village and you look at the walls of her house, first of all somebody's like, hey, how can be break you into the people's houses? But there's like lots of advice there on like how to do different things on mm. the walls.
1: I don't know that I've ever I may have never even known that. I do know about them. Yeah, there's
3: there's places of, there's places of Breath of the Wild where you ride around. You'll it actually will like get the on Ranches yeah. then Breath of the Wild. Also, like the Temple Times in Breath of the yeah. Wild. It's all it's all That's connected, what I'm saying. It's really cool. This,
1: it, it all comes back to to this game. Really, is where they there's tons of of locations and everything that that match up. Um, but I was gonna say, uh, Chris, something similar is you can actually look inside. I think it's part of the palace, isn't it? Nearby where you, where you visit Zelda for the first time and you can see like a picture of Mario or something like that. It's been a long time, but yeah. in the window, yeah. yep. in the window yep.
0: Yep. I think <clears throat> this is also the f- kind of like the first time we really get the Gerudo, right? Like in a, yeah, a f- in this kind of, and also the first time that they've attached, uh, Ganondorf to
2: the Gerudo, the Gerudo.
1: correct? Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and they're not as remorseful as they are in other games like uh, Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom, but they acknowledge that he's one of them.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is where you first get the that backstory of you know it's an all female tribe, but every. I can't remember amount of time. What is it, every 100 years, 1,000 years, whatever, I don't know. They produce a, a single male, and he becomes the ruler of their tribe. Um, and so, the, and again, which goes all the way down to Tears of the Kingdom, right? Like, we still, we're still getting the influence, the story, everything else, all these years later.
3: It shows you the impact of this game.
0: Uh, it changed everything. It does. I mean, uh, it. this kind of puts together a lot of the this, this story, like fills in the gaps, um, especially since before, you know, we don't really have Ganondorf. We just see Ganon uh, over and over again.
2: And then this yeah, kind of gets us to that point. There's a really neat Zelda 2 callback uh, that if you do the uh, giant sword quest as early as you possibly can, uh, you get it right before the Water Temple, and then you're in the Water Temple, and there is a callback to the Zelda 2 boss, uh, Dark Link. Now, if you have the giant sword, you give that guy a beating. It's uh, it's fun.
0: <laughs> That's kind of like having the uh, Fierce Day stuff in Majora's Mask at the end of the game. You basically just win in like three slashes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we get a lot of, uh, we get a lot of unknowns known in this game. Uh, so there's not as many characters, especially, uh, when you look at how they go about Majora's mask, just a couple years later, uh, that game's full of characters, like in comparison to this game, uh, the whole game is about talking to characters and trading things and, and working out relationship situations yep. and just, all the character stuff is in full force. This game is definitely more of, of uh, an adventure game with some characters in it.
2: If, neat callback that. Uh, so, in the in Tears of the Kingdom, you have several instances where you run into a Phantom Ganon that is controlled by Ganondorf in the background in a puppet way. When you get to the uh, so your first temple. I think it is the Force temple has a as a phantom Ganon who who then who then is revealed is like oh this was my puppet after you defeat him, and you're like listen we'll we'll I'll be back, we'll we'll do this again.
3: This kid at school had issue beating that that ganon, so I had to he brought this brought us game over and I beat I showed him how to do it. He had this Z targeting system not it it, it talked on and off. So I I helped him set it up where it were and I should beat it for him so.
0: <laughs> yeah that's one way to not do it not use yeah z <laughs> <I mean.
3: laughs> he, he he had a, he had said so that where it wasn't locking i was like yeah, he had the whole he didn't hold it it toggle I, I don't know if it was he had, he had issues with it so i strived I,
2: I beat it for him <laughs> i mean the, the, the tough part about that that battle is that he's galloping out of a painting and you have to And you're kind of like, we're looking at the 360 room where you're like, I don't know which thing he's going to jump out of, at me.
0: It was definitely a unique battle, especially for like, we've never had a 3d Zelda before. You never had to worry about trying to figure out where an enemy was coming from in a 3d space. So like it, it was, it was pretty unique. Uh, it's funny too cuz we talked to, we talked a little bit about it briefly the the C targeting being the the major gameplay feature of this game that would continue on through pretty much everything like if it's 3D the way that you f- fight enough. yeah you target an enemy and you use that to stay locked on
5: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah that was ingenious I mean that was that,
1: that literally changed video games. Like, I don't think it's too much to make that statement. It it literally changed how video games would um, work in the 3D.
3: There's, there are so many 64 games. remember that that uh, Hercules game for the 64 was basically Zelda. That was like the same setup as Zelda the same control scheme is it was like almost uh like a rip off of it it was It was pretty crazy
2: i mean don't get me wrong it's probably the most profanity that came out of me playing tears of the kingdom when i'm trying to target one ganon versus the other four and uh it got the wrong one and then the other one would come and slash me in the back and you're like oh this is just lots of profanity but i mean i did you just you think about it like what's the alternative like this is this is the most genius way to try and do a battle like that, and I don't think there's any other way you really can do it no i think and I think that's probably something
0: they realized pretty early during development <clears throat> that that was a problem that would have to be solved, <laughs> uh especially with other three d games already you know they've already worked out Mario by that time. Uh, but Mario's combat's not near as fast-paced as Zelda, so <laughs> they def- definitely had to, had to do something because... Right, and you just have to jump on your head. And yeah. It's really not the same thing. Yeah, yeah definitely. So I-, I could see it being I something somebody, that was like first thing they had on the checklist. They're like, yeah, this this does, this is hard <laughs> to do without this. Take advantage mm-hmm.
3: of, of the third dimension.
2: Like those... those uh, they come up a couple times in the game, those metal there's are, they, are they wolves i don't know what they're named what they're called but like you you're z-targeting you have to parry back and forth there's a lot of yeah and you have to block and and and, and counter strike that's that's the coolest part about this game
3: probably my favorite part was the horror charge tree that was probably my favorite part in this game that was really cool when you ride around the uh the horse training oh. area in the All On Ranch. Yeah, the horse. You're shoot, shooting the targets. Yeah, the horse archer. That was like probably my favorite. This the horse play in general in this game was like you ride a horse through High Re Field. That was that was my that was really
0: cool to me. Well, I mean just even the first time you get to High Roll Field and it's massive. Like for the time, you you get in there and you're like, Man,
2: this is a this this takes like a whole day to run through is what it felt like. Oh, and to be honest, uh, anytime I got a chance to name my horse in Breath of the Wild, the Tears of the Kingdom, it was Epona 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I mean, it was just, <laughs> I'm not, yeah, that's the horse, that's my horse. You could just, you it's could Epona just scan the amiibo yeah. and get Epona, an Epona. Epona. <laughs> I yeah. know, I need to do that. I need to do that. <laughs> that's I how I did. Right one. Yeah. But I mean, I called Giant Epona <laughs> my giant horse. I mean, it's,
0: right? Oh, I okay. like it. It's crazy. Like how big this, this felt like there really wasn't anything like it at the time. Uh, you know, now we play breath of the wild or tears of the kingdom and it, you know, it can literally take you half hour to go from one side of the, the world to the other. If you're just, you know, trying to get somewhere, uh, well, in the 15 minutes. That it, oh, go ahead.
2: Oh, sorry, John. Somebody mentioned that in your reviews all that that they never use the horse to go anywhere. Uh, they, because you can um, teleport anywhere on the map. That the horse wasn't important. Like so when you go back to Ocarina of Time, you don't do the you don't do the sword quest, the giant sword, if you don't have a horse. You're that's they're just you're not making those time. No, uh, yeah, it's right. You're not making those those uh, uh, trips back uh, and the, forth. Uh, Back and forth, yeah. You
0: got to, yeah. It that's what I'm saying. It felt like it took it ages to get somewhere back then. <laughs>
3: uh, I remember, I remember when I was young, Link, I used to roll across higher field because run, running took forever. I used to just roll <laughs> to where I, where yep. I was going I so that, yep. that was they'd be faster. But honestly, like yeah. you guys said, this is that open roll game to me. This felt like a to me, it felt like open roll game to me the freedom I can kind of explore this world, like the land when I wanted to, I mean, it's linear. Don't get me wrong, but to me, it felt like kind of like an open world game. The first kind of proto open world game.
0: Well, yeah, it had lots of, it had lots of open. It was still rooms, but they were massive. Like everything was still connected in it, in its way. And like, you had to go a certain way to get somewhere. Uh, It's kind of like everything was in its own closet and you had to kind of open it up and go to the next place. So it wasn't necessarily open world. It just Nintendo did a great job of making you feel like you were playing
2: an open world. It game felt in nineteen, yeah,
3: felt like, yeah, and it's they really did a good there's job
2: a, there's plenty of optional quests that you don't have to do that you can just explore it and get to things as well. Um, I think the one disappointing one was the uh, uh when I'm blanking on it, the uh, skull goes. Uh, because you could get the first fifty. I think you're you're still getting decent rewards, but if you go, if you get to a hundred, and which I think you need to be like at the very end of the game before you get to the last one, and the it's the rewards a bit of a letdown. It's like uh some money. I think it is like fifty rupees or something, and you're like, well, great. That's completely useless to me because I'm literally about to play again and end the game.
0: Yeah, the gold scolios were hard to. Hard to get them all
2: but if you do the if you do it the right way like if you get the giant if it's a giant wallet then you complete the mask now you're just rolling in money
1: so I don't I don't want Chris I don't want you to get any um, any negative feedback so I will do a quick little actually um actually your' the final reward is actually okay. unlimited rupees like you can okay. just keep getting them over and over again. But then
2: you don't need to buy anything.
1: Right. You don't have to buy but anything. Right. Buy but it, so it is rupees, part. but it, but they're right. unlimited. So. Okay. Fair. Um, that really, it's the first, right. Cause that, it is how you up, upgrade your wallet. Um, so that you can actually carry more things. Um, but I don't know that I ever really went past 50. Uh, maybe, may, I think I probably did a yeah. 100% playthrough at some point. Um, where I got all hundred, but, but I think 50 is when you get the, um, piece of heart. And I think I usually bailed
0: sometime after that because it is hard to find and do them all. So it is, it, it reminds me of finding all the fairies in Majora's mask. Right. To complete that quest. That was a a pretty tough one
2: too. Yeah. It's similar. And to be honest if you don't go out of your way to find them, like where you have to get the bugs and put them into the ground and then make them out. If you just go through ones you are in the game, you might get to forty, five, fifty, I think like that. I think that's why you it's really designed. Go out of your way, right.
0: You're going to get the, the ones you need to complete the low hanging fruit quests, Uh, and then the people that really want to go above and beyond to get the, the max rewards are going to have to dig. <laughs> That's usually how they do it to you. Literally. Yep. Literally. literally. So I did, I did it once
3: for the, my playthroughs, but I haven't really, I, got, I just got the 50. I really, I did a hundred once, but I didn't really, I think I, I just kind of got through the game as fast. as I could. No.
0: I think we could talk a little bit about the enemies. Do you guys have any particular enemies that you have stories about or, well, I mean, or, uh, Hard feelings on those redads. Let's just
1: you know break it up. Those oh yeah scared the bejeebers out of me, and I was I was a grown you know college man, man. <laughs> and those things oh my gosh. But I don't want to interrupt. Maddie was was saying something about them.
4: Yeah, I I hated the the bone. The blood-curdling scream they let out, and then you keep move <laughs> and it's just horrible. I was ter absolutely terrified the first time I encountered them, and it's like right after you get out of Hot Castle Town, and it's like, oh yeah, all these reds, and you—it's really hard to avoid them.
5: Yeah,
0: yeah. Somehow, yeah, like as soon as you leave the temple, like <laughs> you're just you're running for
1: your life. Yeah. yeah. And they don't move fast, but, yeah, But at the same time, it's hard not to get caught by them. You just – Link link just freezes up when they're in that shriek, and they're basically – they jump on you and, like – I mean, I, from what you can see, it looks like they're eat, eat, trying to eat you like zombies,
2: you know? Yeah, you feel like you're a walking dead – you get a walking dead vibe on yeah. them, right? Yeah.
1: Um, I will say it is very, very, very satisfying later on when you have the mirror shield and you can just fry those suckers (laughs) by reflecting light on them.
2: (laughs) Right. They go pretty quick that way. Um, I mean, it's kind of like a force field. So you think you've given them enough space where they don't freeze you and jump on your back, but then you just get caught. You're like, oh, no, come on. I was so close. Yep. Uh, like
1: likes in this game too you know swallowing you up taking your shield
0: taking your shield yeah. yep, um, what about all the the pose that you meet in the field you know and that 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 scared me my first <laughs> I was right my i was riding a pona through the through the field all of a sudden this
3: ghost comes out i'm like holy crap and i try i try i try to a bunch of arrows at it, but it wouldn't kill it. I'm like, what the heck's going on? That got the it's crap out of me
1: because this game actually has a night cycle for the first time in a Zelda game, and so uh, you get you know, skeletons coming out of the ground, you get um, you get the uh, the pose, right? The pose only in nighttime, right? Um, so I mean, man, yeah, you see, you get different enemies. Uh, and, and during the night,
2: and I think I I heard somebody say this. They were talking about before they don't have the sun sign yet, so they can't manipulate this. So like they're walking somewhere, like they're trying to walk uh, to the castle, and nighttime hits and the gate shuts. And you're like, no, I said, th- because you now you're stuck there until the baby comes yep. back, and you just fighting for your life, right? Wasn't there?
1: You, there's a, no, they shut
2: the gate on isn't you. Isn't
1: the song "A Time"? Doesn't that? that? they my my mystery memory? If I'm getting my stuff wrong, uh, That's
4: it's the it sun song. The
0: sun song. sun song. That's, it. Okay, That's so you. Okay, so you do, one. you do get to be able, but to. you have to learn that. Yep. You you definitely or have. The
1: first part of the game,
0: you get the strat the guide stuff. and it'll
3: tell you all the songs. You do that way.
1: <laughs> but do they work? But do they work if you haven't?
0: I don't think they work if you haven't unlocked them.
1: them. Yeah, I and I don't
0: warm. think so.
1: I I'm, I don't think that that. Oh yeah, there. The sun song is in this game, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So I, yeah, I'm getting confused with majorities. But stats. I know there's
0: <laughs> there's plenty of uh, early, you know, times where you're in the field where you're locked out of the town. And you're you locked ha- out, and yeah. you haven't learned the sun song yet. Like you have plenty of chances to experience yeah. that pretty early. Couldn't you can't you actually
2: can't helps. you
1: actually go through the game without even collecting it? Isn't this the one that you learn? You learn in the tomb. I don't think you even have to.
2: It is. I don't know if you have to learn it. I mean, it does help those yeah. red It's supposed to stun them. But I don't think you have to. Learn yeah, it.
1: so it it could be technically it could it's be. The problem is you yeah. manipulate daytime. Yeah.
3: Probably my favorite enemies are the in the beginning where you're in the during the the great Deku tree, and you see the you bushes, and you use your shield, and you hit the nuts back at them and they go, "Stop! Stop! Wait! 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 Here's the thing I want to teach you. Please, please don't kill me."
2: I love that part. Yeah. I love that part because it's like, "Please don't kill me, but here's how I kill my brothers." Yeah. Here's yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. And then you go to them, and they're like. How did you know how to kill us? Yeah. They did like oh my brother told me like, yeah you okay, like... well, here's how to kill our boss Yeah. they to kill boss.
3: Yeah. That was... them.
2: So, yeah, they sell you up in the river, for sure.
3: Yeah, that, that was pretty funny. That was like that.
1: And of course we have our our uh, enemies that are in every Zelda, the keys, the bats, and the Stalfos, the skeletons.
0: Yep. And some really and weird Keese, looking bats. moblins
2: in this game. Oh yeah. The keys pass bug me in the in the in the cavern because they keep playing my wooden shield of fire.
5: Right.
3: The iron the iron knuckles always gave me trouble in this game too. Oh
0: yeah, right, yeah, to yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. The, picture the
1: iron knuckles, yes, yes. Uh they're in they're in some of the um in some of the later dungeons. But, yeah,
3: they're always a pain in the butt. Yeah.
2: Um yeah. I mean I still I still enjoyed the 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 awful fights from the I went from the young link you're fighting uh in the fire not the fire so in the in the Don Dongos cavern. Uh you take a couple of slashes and then those cowards run away. I'm like, let's go, man. Bring it on.
0: There's tons of uh, it, there's tons of ones to look at because it's it's all it, it's fun to see the way that they come up with uh, what they think that the 2d Zelda characters and enemies would look like in 3d right, right. like I, I feel like they do a pretty good job. I, I know the n64 graphics are very pixelated, but uh, I mean overall they they've they've come up with some pretty cool stuff.
1: Absolutely. Um, and this is of course where we start seeing, um, some of the newer enemies that we've seen a lot since this game, like the, the Deku. Babas, are they the flowery piranha eating plant things?
0: Yep. Um, the same as a piranha plant.
1: Yeah, basically. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff we see in this game that kind of move forward, but uh,
0: yeah, we have the. I guess types want- are still in here.
2: Yep. 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 I guess is this the first game where where stuff breaks? Because I guess I know that um, the sticks break, or if you like the them shit, on fire, they
3: burn. Yeah, they, yeah, they light them fire. They'll, they They're easy out. to get, though. Yeah. Which that's a cool feature too. Um, you- I like that feature too.
2: But if you buy the giant sword, instead of going through the sequence, it breaks as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of unique enemies in this game.
1: Yeah. I was trying to come out. I was trying to remember some of the,
0: some of them that um, are like a shell blade. Is that in any other games? Um,
2: I mean, it's similar to something else yeah. in, in like the original Zelda, isn't it? Where if it you it it slashes at you if you walk a certain path. Yeah, or a torch slug,
0: right? That one I think is new. Um, there's just some different stuff. Skull Kid is obviously Skull. new for this game,
1: right? And then <laughs> features heavily in Majora's Mask, the follow-up, along with the Happy yep. Ma- Mask Salesman, who's... sale man what is his name in in this game? It's like the Happy Mask Salesman, yeah, right? Yeah, he and of course he's the other thing that kind of is is more involved in the sequel here,
0: and then. Uh, I, I like the business scrub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a. Uh, there's there's some, definitely some neat ones. Uh, it's funny too the you how you get the sticks from the, uh, Deku Babas like the ones that are just like sticking straight up.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: withered. I mean but the the the. Business scrub, He's like you, you, you pin them down, and they're like, hey, don't kill me. I'll sell you some stuff. Yeah. Like they're like, drug, they're like drug dealers, right? Like, oh wait, don't kill me, but here's the deal. And then you're like, no, thanks. Alright, man, I'm out of here. I'm going home. Right. This
1: is the first time we get um that we end up getting different version of the keys too, right? That where we get like a fire keys and the ice keys. A fire and ice. Yep. That actually yeah. end up. You know, causing you a damage. Either you, they'll freeze you, or they'll set you on fire.
0: They'll burn you. I don't know if we do. We get fire keys in this one. I'm only seeing ice.
1: I'm pretty I think sure you we, do. we do,
0: but I see the red bubble, which is the skull that's on fire.
1: No, I'm looking too, because I thought this was fire keys, but I could be wrong.
0: I mean, I definitely remember the ice ones because they freeze you. Right. We might be thinking about the red bubble for the fire.
1: Yeah, I, I could be, I could be. Maybe it's, maybe it's, uh, maybe the fire keys start appearing later in in other games.
0: So I guess <clears throat> we talked enemies. Let's move on to bosses a little bit. What about the? Uh, what were some of your favorite bosses?
3: Probably the the Phantom Ganon in the Forest Temple was really was cool. Uh, the the boss of when you're young Link when you're in the fire the the cavern that was cool. We had to throw the bomb and bomb the bomb don- the lizard King Dodongo and it blowed. Yeah, King Dodongo that was yeah that was cool.
1: Appearing from the original. Um, the
3: last battle was Ganon. The last battle with Ganon was actually the last, like the last battle of the game. That was really cool too. So that was just epic. You got all dark and like lightning, and it's like it it was just that was cool.
2: Um, I mean,
0: is is anyone's favorite Bongo Bongo?
4: Oh, I really liked Bongo Bongo and the whole drum (laughs) element.
0: (laughs) This is a preview of uh, of uh, Donkey Konga.
1: I have to say, I liked the. Um, I, I, this is people are going to hate this because the dreaded Water Temple, but I actually like Morpha from the Water Temple mostly because it is very similar and it feels like an evolution from from uh, Link to the Past, where you are having to pull the eyeballs out of the enemy yep. and and w- with your um, using your
2: uh, hookshot shot
1: and just beating the snot out of the eyes that you get, you know, you pop out. Um, so I really like that
2: one. I mean, it got a little bit real for me when you're fighting Ganondorf at the end. You finish slashing him in the middle platform and he's like, oh, I've been defeated. And he just starts throwing up and you're like, whoa, all right. I know we got you, but,
0: jeez. <laughs> really? What's going on? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that that whole end game is still one of my favorite moments, not just in Zelda, but in any video game. When you go in to confront Ganon for the first time, or Ganondorf, I should say, uh, and he's sitting there just playing the organ, you know, and Zelda's floating yeah. up above him. And, um, you know, and you, you could take out Ganondorf pretty easily, but then the whole temple starts falling down. Maybe this is a spoiler alert for a 25 year old game, but the whole, the whole Ganon's tower is coming down and you got to get out of there and, and then, and then you face Ganondorf or Ganon, sorry. He's turned, he's turned back in. he's, He's got that pig boar type appearance suddenly. Um, I mean that's just an epic. That whole that whole ending to this game is just is just great. I'll be honest
2: for for people who like if you you once you beat the game, uh, and I think it's the same in the 3ds as in the N64 version. Save file is just that right moment before you go up the stairs into that Olmecian and says with the organ, oh, yeah. and so you just do that over and over yep. again, and it's crazy fun yeah. just to go and have the last battle. Anytime you feel like
1: it. I mean, dudes just sitting there being a right. villain. I mean, like what more bigger villain move than to have a guy playing the organ like that? You know, it's just
3: like,
2: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> he should have
3: like his. He should, I wish I wish that voice acting he'd have a speech he'd give you before before you fought him. That'd be cool,
1: right? And you know, and then uh, he doesn't talk though.
3: I know. I wish. I wish there was voice acting yeah, in. I this. Mean... Besides, dobby screaming. Look, listen. Well, this hey, look every, every fight five fight seconds.
2: It gets, yeah. you feel the intensity of the moment because it, it's like this surge of evil coming at you and now he's like, Dude, I'm out. I can't I can't handle this. Uh yeah. you're, on, <laughs> you're on your own. You're on your own. So no no yep, I can't help <laughs> like you. peace and, out, uh, I'm out. So you do get through that part. Now the funny part about yeah. the the voice part you mentioned, you hear, like it's a, it, I think it's an audible vomiting isn't it it's like blah, blah, text 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 blah. yeah you hear you hear, you hear noise when, yeah. when it's showing yeah. the text yeah. <laughs> right.
1: you know and he's just like you know and then and then the triforce on your hand appears and zelda's hand and then you know he finally turns around and just starts that and then he like flashes his hand and uh you know the power triforce on his hand glows and man it's just it's just evil it's yep. just great
3: yeah. yeah, that whole reveal. The World setting—it's it, just dark and it's lightning. It's just everything so sinister. Like it's like the world's ending. You're like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do this. And you, it's. I like you had the light arrows too. You get those later on in the game. I yeah, mean, it, was just, it was just, it was just cool. Was there? I, I should know this, but was there like a dragon yes. you fought in the fire yes. temple? Yes. Yep. Is that a dragon? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I should remember that. But I like I like that boss fight too. That to was cool. Ball-
2: was Vol- Volvagia? Volvagia? I mean, adding to the whole yeah. drama of the end yeah. fight now, so the castles completely fell over. And again, you're, it's very dark. It's like, yeah, this is it. And uh, he knocks away the, the Master Sword, so you got to go back and you got to run out and get it, because you've got one last blow to finally finish him. Except, I guess it's a bit of a letdown, because you yeah. like, I mean, I guess maybe now looking at modern games, because uh, for Breath of the Wild, it's you're destroying again. This isn't like I'm not. We're not locking them away anymore. And so for this epic battle to be like, okay, now stages lock him up again, and you're like, eh, but how did that work last time? You know, I mean, yeah. Um, I, feel, I feel like I feel like we're to do this. again. Why don't <laughs> we just kill him this time? And it's like, no, okay, that's fine. We'll lock him up again. He'll swear to, you know, vengeance on our descendants and all that stuff. That's kind of his thing,
1: I guess. I I think one of the most irritating boss battles for me, though, I really didn't like the one in inside uh, where uh, oh, boy. Juba Juba. Yeah, Juba Juba, whatever. Uh, the, the one no. where it had the jellyfish. Was the, it was the yeah. jellyfish, and every time you keep getting zapped. It, it's not that it's an overly difficult fight, it's just Obnoxious to me. I hate getting zapped in any any video game. It's just one of those things that just irritates me I mean, when it's got all um, the. At least you don't drop all your weapons like you do in <laughs> yeah. in Breath of the Wild and uh, in Tears of the Kingdom. But um, that in the Twin Rova, the the witches they could be kind of hard because you had to like bounce the one's power off your mirror shield and hit the other one, and you had to kind of yeah, line it up. Yeah,
3: they're annoying.
1: I mean, they, but the, but the enemies, all the bosses are great. Like there isn't one that they all look cool. They're huge. You know, like you go in there and you really get a sense of, of the size of them. Right. Um, you go into these giant
3: rooms with these giant bosses.
0: Yeah. They do a good job. Epic
3: scope of this. Yeah. This game just felt so epic and it feels epic. Now Like felt, it felt epic back then. It's most epic now. Like I, I, you know, for me, Majora's Mask has always been kind of like the Link's Awakening of the of the friend like of the sixty four era to me. Like this is like the scope of this game was just immense, and it was just that's what drew drew, like, drew me to it. It just it's like it was just huge.
0: Th- this is kind of some of the stuff that I miss uh, from modern yeah. Zelda. Uh, yeah, you know, Breath of the Wild has amazing things, and Tears of the Kingdom has amazing bosses as well but none of them really give you the sense of like uh just how small you are as link or like how impossible the task it is uh like like you do in this game
1: i feel like you get it a little bit like when you come across uh you know um those the talos and and the um uh what are the big giant guys
0: um Oh the, Yep. the ones with one eye yeah yeah the henex
1: yeah you know you can get some yeah. of that where it, it feels a little more like that and I and I do think in Tears of the Kingdom we actually got some we actually got back some real bosses and a variety of bosses that did feel a little bit bigger I think um, yeah you got the spider Tears of the back did a better yeah. job. Yeah, better than Breath of the Wild. Uh, we got like, Goma but back. none of them. There's a Breath of the Wild that have you
2: know, a different game and this game and that game, right?
1: Right. I think. I think because yeah. partially is because Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild, they the the largeness, the scale is your world. The world is so massive. The world is what is so large yeah. that that really kind of is is different than where you just enter in a big room and you get this huge boss, right? Because that's kind of been replaced. I feel like with with just the size of the world, and that's what you're overcoming.
3: Because you can spend like ton of your time going to shrines and doing side quests, and not like fight the bosses till much later in the game after you get leveled up. It's like, like this game felt like you're kind of like it felt like you're kind of going towards something It felt very linear. But Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom are so the scale is so much bigger. You can spend most of your time just like goofing around. And then you finally, you know, get get on the main quest. So, like, I don't know. Tears of the Kingdom kind of has more of like a a structure to it. Breath of the Wild is like you just gonna go off and explore the world, which is cool. I don't mean I like that, but it's hard. It, you can get lost in that kind of stuff, you know.
2: But this again, has, so this again was, has more of the traditional. Sorry, oh, go ahead. This again has more of the traditional linear where I go to a temple and need an item in that temple, and that temple that item is going to get me through the temple and then go help me defeat the boss.
0: yeah it, it definitely has that um that old school feel that you get from a link to the past or, or those games where it, whatever you get in that temple is going to help you along the way
3: even skyward sword has that too like the degree where you it has that it's open it's kind of you, you can explore stuff but it also has a very linear kind of like kind of kind of
0: vibe to it yeah Speaking of temples, what, what is the consensus on the best temple?
3: The forest temple, and the fire temple. Screw the water temple.
2: <laughs> I, I I'm i I'm I'm on board for the forest temple. I don't know about the fire temple. I, it wasn't really. I I didn't like it that much. And I think the water temple does that.
3: And the last the last. T- the last, like, the, before, before you fight Ganondorf, where you go through like that, you gotta do all of the temples like, in the main the main castle area. Like, you use simple, simple everything. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool too. But the water temple, I could do without. I, honestly, I, will, I hate that simple.
1: I never had yeah. a huge issue with the water temple, but I also had a game guide, so I'm sure, I'm sure I just used that. Yeah. Um, I don't really ever remember having the struggles, but but I always had a guide, so, um, I always found Jabu Jabu's belly to be irritating i hated that one and i and i and i think it's a lot more the mechanic of having to carry uh the zora around right rudu around everywhere you go and you gotta like you know you just want to but she's in her. love
3: with you though She she's yeah, in love with uh-huh. you
1: you got got her lifted yeah. up above your head and you're, c- sassy, you're carried right? around. And you, you got yeah. to put her down and she's like yelling at you. She's, and right. she's Yoda. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, the problem you is you get, yeah. you can get, uh, she can wear on you a bit when it's like, how, how irresponsible. Take responsibility for me. You left right, her somewhere yeah. and you're like, listen, man, there's giant monsters fighting yep. you. What do you want? Right. Um, I think the
1: Shadow and the Spirit Temples are are probably my favorite, though. Other than Ganon's
0: Castle, which is just cool. Definitely some of the most unique stuff. Go ahead, Maddie.
4: So, yeah, Shadow Temple for me was a little creepy, but I did enjoy it. Spirit Temple was definitely, I think, my favorite because you do half of it when you're a mm-hmm. child, and then you do half of it when you're an adult. And I really liked that whole thing in it.
2: Yeah, that was cool. I guess the part about it that I don't like is that the part in the well, where you go back to being a child and you go do back down the well. And I read a guide that's like, you could stop here and not do any of it. You just get that, um, the glasses, I guess it was, the, um, I can't remember to let you see the, the lens? lens? Yeah, the so lens? You, if you just get the lens, you can skip all that. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: this is also where you get the last of the, the yeah, scoliosis. But you really in.
2: gotta go above and so. beyond to do that, right?
0: That's what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, what about. Uh, we haven't talked a about items yet. What do we think about the items in this game? Um, I mean, you've got your, your
1: pretty standard, you know, bow, bombs, uh, boomerang, hookshot, you know, stuff, even a hammer, what which we've kind of been doing that, but the bomb chew, yeah, kind of added a new layer of mobile bombs, you know? Um, and, and even the, the slingshot was, was new. Um, Using the Deku nuts, um, so you had some some new things kind of sprinkled in. This someone, um,
2: you. Sorry, Shannon, go ahead. No, go ahead. I guess somebody raised this as an issue that, like, so why can't adult Link use a stick, and why can't he throw a net? Like, he these look those are things that adults can still do. Adults can still shoot slimshots. shots
1: can you not use the sticks as an adult I thought it was just the slingshot and the I mean even if it... but me I could I'm
2: probably wrong I could why be wrong. can't you use a slingshot just because you're grown up
0: right <laughs> because you graduated to a bow
2: that's right
1: why yeah. can't you use a bow as a kid I don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's dangerous right
1: yeah but swords <laughs> here take this what? sword <laughs> but don't you dare think about using this bow <laughs>
4: Yeah, and then in Majora's Mask, you're allowed to use right, the bow, right. so yeah, it doesn't
3: really make sense. <laughs> yeah, I like I like how you get the like the high uh, Lillian shield as a kid, and you hit, when you want to like duck, you like turtle up like a turtle. Anyone yeah, like, that yeah. hits you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, like bends over. Oh, he is,
2: can't be attacked. I've made yeah. the mistake of using yeah, those against yeah. the Scrubs, and because it's on top of me. I'm very vulnerable in the front. And it just hits you, and you're like,
0: oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, if you're using the
2: Hylian shield, you got to switch back that. to the little shield. The yeah, and shield. Then, it, then it would light a fire because yeah. one of those fire yeah. keys would get me. Yeah, and you... I, I got
3: to say that, that, yeah, that shield, the Hylian shield is one of my... It's, like, mm-hmm. beautiful.
0: I love that shield, how it looks. It's really pretty. Yeah. I did like that they add like they have the fire arrows and the ice arrows, and eventually you get the, the light, light arrows. Yep. Yeah, and you
1: get magic in this game again. So
0: you do get magic again. Yeah,
1: it's kind of the. Is it the last time that you really get magic? Try to think. Um. Like not a magic yeah, so. item, Don't, but actually can use magic. I. I'm sure somebody will let us know. As, as somebody who considers themselves to be a Zelda expert, I'm kind of ashamed that I can't think of one. I can't think, of, I can't one think of one
0: either. Yeah, I can't either. Um. Yeah, I, th- I think this is the last
3: one you get magic in. I don't think you get magic in Skyward Sword. Or does he get magic in the... In the smaller for the uh, like spirit tracks or the minish cap, so games, I think but... the
1: closest you get is Link Between Worlds, where you kind of have a magic bar, but it's more of an item use bar and you have to wait for it to yeah. refill. Um, but it's not really you know traditional magic. I mean,
2: you could consider your magic
3: my personal favorite item. It was, was the hook shot. That's yeah. a
2: good. one. I was just saying, I was, think, ahead, I was Chris, sorry, in uh, Link Between yeah. Worlds. Magic being when you go to a, that other dimension, in the wall that runs out. I guess that's kind of magic. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I guess so. I mean, you get magic items in different games right. too. I just mean straight up, like being able to be what's considered magic. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Magic spells, kind of a thing. I'm
2: gonna. So. I'm gonna put a I good word into in the hammer. I really like the mega tenor
0: yeah yep. yeah yeah. Amb's cool. and then you get all the different tunics in this game and the different boots.
1: Oh yeah but who who actually enjoys putting those stupid iron boots on and walking <laughs> even slower
2: than normal? I mean, i love under the water when I'm in a yeah. fan and I can't be blown off the, the thing though. yeah um that is nice.
1: I mean, the the hover boots was kind of a cool Mm -hmm. thing in this game.
2: Uh, Someone pointed this out online. All the shops are fairly useless because you can spend 200 rupees on a tunic that you can get for free somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah. And and who's buying that? This is true.
0: (laughs) What about the, the Stone of Agony? Stone of Agony. It looks like a uh, Rumble pack. Oh, yeah,
1: that's how you talk to the to the stones, isn't it? The magic stones. Yeah.
0: Isn't it something else in the 3DS that.
2: version? Shard of yeah.
4: yeah, Shard of Agony. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Yep.
0: Which doesn't require a peripheral to uh, nope. to use. Unlike the, the N64 version. Yeah, because it if you did not have a attack. rumble pack, you were not doing it
1: <laughs> right. Right, and because it didn't, it tell you if there was like a hidden secret or something like that. If you were like if there, because weren't there the holes in the ground yep. you could put a bomb down and yep. find, but and it would rumble if you were near one. If you had that,
0: it's pretty. You know, it's pretty unique uh, gameplay mechanic as well. For something that just ate batteries. So, yeah. here's
2: a question there for everybody because I, I I will get the Shard of Agony and then I'm going into the uh, Zora's River. And there's this right after you enter, you to the left, or yeah, you left of the guy who's selling the magic beans. And there's a circle of stones and it will always indicate in the middle of these stones that there's something there. But so I blow it up and nothing happens. What is that? I don't remember.
4: I, If I recall correctly, I think you either have to play like Zelda's song or some oh. Storms, one of the more generic songs, and I think oh, it okay. activates it if I recall correctly.
0: There we go. The uh, expert. Yes,
1: yeah, so we didn't really talk about the beans in this game until Chris just brought it up. I forgot. You could actually...
0: Yeah, the magic you beans. You could
1: plant magic beans. Um and uh into certain spaces the little holes in the ground that uh you could put the beans into and then play the song of storms right to make a plant start growing I think there's grew become, become an adult, adult and yeah. then become an adult and then they would be they'd carry you places right
2: yep. yeah you know for the yeah. trade sequence if you don't yeah. do it, some of those things can be harder to reach uh I see I love this travel going sequence, back
3: and doing too. that.
1: I love this trading sequence. I know some people really don't like trading sequences in games and stuff like that, but I think this is another fun one. Especially since you could get a, a cuckoo that you could put in your pocket for a while. and just pull it out and wake people up yep. with it.
0: <laughs> or use it to hover. Or, or hover. use it
1: to hover. Right. Well, can you actually use it to hover, in that one? The pocket one? Does it one? flap? I, the other ones do you can pick up the other ones I don't know about the pocket that's one. how you get some heart pieces even i think but i don't know i don't think the I pocket mean, I one i can't could. remember if it
2: maybe you're i think right.
1: the pocket one was useful to cuz it woke up the guy at the in the oh, town yeah. right oh yeah yeah
3: there, there there's a side quest you got to go and get all the chickens for this one lady in one of the towns i i, I recall that
1: yeah i think you got
3: Um, you do yeah. I think you get a heart piece for that. I think
1: I I do like the fact that in the sequence of uh, the trading sequence, you you get a frog, and then you use the frog. You trade the frog to get uh, like eye drops, Uh, and I always wondered: does that mean like you're squeezing something out of the frog to get
2: the (laughs) yeah? They're harvesting like.
1: Right? Like the tears of the frog or something.
2: <laughs> Sorry, frog, but I need a sword. Yeah.
3: That, that's how you get the yep. the, the huge yeah. sword,
2: though. Yep. That's how you get the huge sword. Yeah, that's that's where, because of the timing like of the, Gorgon Gorgon sword. Sword, the medicine would expire or the uh, the grease would expire, so you don't get it all the way across Hyrule, uh, the trade sequence, you have to do it over again. And um, putting those beans will definitely give you some shortcuts to get where you need to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's see we talk about the songs. Um, have we talked about the songs yet? We haven't talked about the songs. We haven't talked about like potions and stuff that are available in this game.
1: Yeah, there's you can get milk in this game. You can even get your own cow living in your house in your treehouse, right? Yep. And and just have her yeah. refill your milk bottle.
2: I mean, I think this came up uh, that after I'm an adult, I'm just trapping fairies, which sounds awful when you say it that way, um, because they're just they automatically restore your life when you need to. You don't need to worry about how much milk you drink and when you do it. And uh, but yeah, those there's that's the funny part about it is that you could you can buy prosciutto for your life you can drink all the milk you want um and i think you can get to four bottles so you can have quite a bit of, the, of them on hand um but i was yeah. always i was always like yeah, yeah but i'll trap four fairies anyway and um right? Yeah, right just because it, i don't need to worry about it It's a fail safe for me
5: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> i never had a milk
3: well you have uh, to i never had a i never had a cow in my treehouse. you have to
1: have uh, at least one bug on hand to to put into the holes too because the bugs you could put into the holes yep. too um for things. And, and I think that's how you even get some the gold um whatever they're called.
2: Yep, you had yeah, to get correcto, them to come yeah. out.
1: Um and then uh and oh and this game
2: also had fishing.
1: We like
2: can't not talk about the fishing. Yeah. This was one of the most frustrating, yeah, yeah,
3: frustrating parts of the game for me. <laughs> the fishing. Yeah, I spent so much time fishing. It's just, yeah, like I spent so like much time doing
2: that? I caught everything that was four pounds and under. And do, do I think my brother was like, yeah, "I caught ten-pound fish first try"? Like you. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Uh Curse! I gotta clean up my language.
0: Uh, it's funny that we, you know, we got all these masks too in Ocarina of time that you don't really think about because of how much a larger role they play in Majora's Mask. But you actually do pretty get uh, get a pretty good amount of of uh, masks in this game. Yeah, because you you even have a whole uh, side quest, right?
1: You sell the masks, and then I can't remember what is There's the, the mask you before. get you get like a mask of truth, yep. right?
2: Mask of truth.
1: What does that do though? Again, I'm trying to remember. So I just <laughs> did
2: this this morning. I went to uh, the not the fort. I went to the a valley in the forest. And you go into a hole that's uh, covered, and then you show the mask, and then they upgrade your nuts.
1: Uh, oh, okay.
2: And they're like oh my god, your face is terrifying. It allows you
0: hold more. It allows more. you to uh, reading that's gossip it. stones. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on in this game. They they f- they fit a lot of uh new things uh and updated things from the previous games. Kind of wrapped it all up and and made one of the greatest games of all time. Yep. Still heavily regarded in that way today.
2: I mean this one more than anything else when it was uh when the expansion pack was announced, I'm like if they don't have occur in time, I will uh, I will ride. Um and so luckily it was in the first it was not the first round, but it was shortly after. So yeah, they they saved a lot of missing it. Missing
1: its fog though, right? Yeah. Did they ever patch it to put the fog back in? I think so. Okay
0: gotta have the fog or this game looks really weird
1: <laughs> it does look weird without yeah. that fog
0: <laughs> the fog effect so I think uh, well we need to talk about music we haven't done music yet Shannon's got to at least talk a little bit about the music before we get out of here. I'm sure.
3: Yeah, I mean, I won't. I Probably, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. I was saying my favorite part is when you go to the Temple of Time and that like that chant starts playing. That's just like epic, man. I I absolutely love that. Yeah,
1: it's it's spooky. It's it's really yeah. well done. Just like every other Zelda game that we've talked about and will continue to talk about, the music just fits the world. So, so perfectly. It just, it just kicks, and um, this is some yeah. of the. This is, you know, a lot of people say this is probably even the best. Um, you know, the pinnacle you get. Music is so important to this game, um, both as I mean, because you know the whole game is named after an instrument, um, and and you're having to play these songs and everything. Um, you have a working instrument basically digital version of it but uh within the game um you you invent your own song uh you tell it to the scarecrow and then use that later on to scarecrow pop up and use it as a target for your um hook shot um but even beside that the real in in gate or in world music um the just the atmospheric music in this game is just perfection. Uh, I can't you know, I'm not I'm not a major music kind of guy th- to be able to tell you all the ins and outs of why this is such an amazing soundtrack. Um, but I do recommend there is a um, a podcast out there that kind of looks. It actually is a podcast that digs into soundtracks of movies specifically But he's done a couple of video game ones, and one was for this game. And um, it's called The Soundtrack Show. And I absolutely recommend uh, looking up that podcast for, I think he did it over three three episodes where he's talked about this game and just really dig into this, to the sounds in this game and as to why they are so, why they work so well, um, why they fit the dungeons that, that they're in why they fit um the the um the different enemy types everything else i mean this guy knows his stuff so i i definitely recommend searching that out if you really want to get in depth uh into this music but it, it again it's just perfection and it's the atmosphere and it's i can't say anything negative
3: I like mean, when you start, yeah, when you start the game and it's when you, when the game, the, the Nintendo sixty fourth load comes up and you see Link riding opponent at the night. And I remember and that song that plays that, but, uh, but it's just like, it's just, you're just, you're just there, man. It's just, and when you're in the lost woods and you hear that song, when you run around trying to get all the root pieces of the beginning, it's just the music, just things is so immersive. It's really good.
0: The, the Hyrule f- field theme, like, mm-hmm uh-huh. I could listen to like I could hear that in my head right now, like without, without even thinking about and it. And then
1: when it switches over to night and it gets quiet, and you know, you start hearing like the wolves howling, and man, you know, and it it just kind of switches on you. It's just it's perfection. I mean, uh,
2: I'm not. God, I I'm love this music, game, dude. <laughs> I'm not a really music expert, but I would say the the immersion, like you, you you feel you're it's light and bubbly when you're in the town, and you're just you're playing a Slingshot game or you're watching people dance. Uh, again, it, when you're in a boss fight, you're, the, the intensity level is up to 100 because the music really sets the stage for it. Um,
3: that in Battle of this really, the music yeah. playing, like when you say immersive, it's it just, it just, it just, it just epic, it man. It sets the stage for everything. Absolutely epic.
2: I, I hate making my own song because I never write it down and then never remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I go cheaply, and it's funny because like uh. it's, 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 somebody pointed this out, the songs kind of evolve. So the first few songs you learn as a child usually have a pattern of, a, of it's three notes repeating two times. Then you get older; they get a little more complex. And now we're seeing different varieties of notes and different sort of patterns. So it's almost like your music palette is evolving and growing as you get older.
1: Does anybody have a, a favorite uh, of the songs?
3: I like uh uh, uh the song of yeah, time. That's classic. And uh, the song for uh, Pona. I always like that yeah, song. And
1: both of those carry on in the series going forward too. Even even in uh, you even get hints of some of these songs in uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I mean. And in place. I mean, I
2: think you have to show out serious song only because uh you play the you play um the the royal song to get into uh, I guess it's the Goron's the boss. You get to his room and he looks he's like you're just a kid, what are you talking about? What's going on here? I'm pissed off. You play the serious song and then he's like, Oh yeah, wrong right. He's stealing <laughs> it and he's walking yeah. out and he's yeah. like this is good and you're like I kind of danced a little bit with them too. I was like,
5: yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Maddie?
4: So, I... Song of Storms. Um, one thing I, that still is, conf- confuses me to this day is the whole Song of Storms paradox, where you learn the song as an adult, but then you're the one who taught the guy <laughs> the song as a kid. So it's like where did that whole Coast thing time start? travel
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> you forgot time it
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> you forgot it during the time travel
4: <laughs> yeah also great fairy fountain uh, is one of my yes. favorites um and that's yep. also been repeated across well it actually I think started yep. on, like yeah. linked to the yeah. past, but continues to be repeated well it's
1: just it, it's kind of like yeah. gets expanded upon in in this game some of those some of those themes that were already incredible in in link to the past get brought over and just like just fully you know really almost fully orchestrated suddenly right like you're you're hearing other you're hearing more than one sound you're hearing you know um just incredible incredible um renditions of some of this stuff now
2: so i got to say, right. on a side note, um, if Zelda followed the Terminator 2 time um, <laughs> am logic, Oh, boy. So we technically oh, yeah. have to not be clothed to go back and forth in time. But for somehow, Zelda's clothes don't stay with them, but they grow with them as well. So. <laughs> at least yeah. clothes just get Because
1: this, this is an E for everyone game, all right? <laughs> Yeah, that's why.
4: It looks like more so. He just grows tights. He like puts right. some tights yeah, right. off underneath his shorts
0: in. And... His shorts are actually tights. They just they stretch <laughs> yeah. down.
3: And he gets his ear right pierced between yeah. these time periods too. yeah,
0: yeah, he gets yeah, yeah, his ears pierced. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think we're gonna wrap it up. We've been we've been. Talking for quite a while on this one. Hey, if you don't, um, if you don't make a
2: stop, we could probably go. For as with
0: hour. the outro.
2: <clears throat> oh, I know we, we probably could. could.
0: We probably could. <laughs> uh, I've I've got to get some <laughs> some sleep though. Uh, so sleep's overrated. Over here.
5: We will move into
0: the outro, and I'll give you guys each uh, some time to to have a last word about the game as well. go in order as i'm seeing you guys shannon you can go first what do you what's your final thoughts on this game
1: final thoughts I, I don't know what else we could really say i think we we pretty much covered this game it is a masterpiece i i get there is some it does show its age uh from time to time you know none of us brought up the owl which will sit there and talk to you Forever like this one line. Do you want me to anytime. repeat this, Shannon? And you cannot fast forward it. Um, I'm. I think you could fast forward him though in the 3ds version. Uh, so yeah, another reason if if you if you have to pick a version, um, you know that that might be a good idea. um But yes, he he talks slow. So there's there's some spots where it shows his age, right? But even still, it's still a masterpiece. There's, there's nothing you could really do to improve this game. Um, it holds up incredibly well. It really does. Um, and, you know, this is as much as Link to the Past is my all-time favorite. You can't discount this one. Uh, it's, it's right up there too. It, it takes everything that was being done and already done so well in Link to the Past, brings it to 3D and then expands on it even more. And going forward... I mean, we basically get this game, uh, different versions of this game for, for quite a long time going forward in the Zelda series. So I'll leave it at that, because, yeah, I could probably talk all night.
0: Uh, Shane, have you been doing anything lately with your streaming? Uh, yeah,
1: I, I I still haven't done much with my streaming since the last time. Um, but uh, I... Hopefully, hopefully with, uh, some Christmas vacation coming up, uh, you never know. Hopefully, hoping to do some stuff, but I, but I'm around on the discord and I have been doing first look videos for the Nintendo dads as well.
0: Nice. Uh, Maddie, you're up next.
4: Um, definitely one of my favorite games, um, Having played it later, it, while it did was a bit of an old game, I do think it was still a really solid game. Like we discussed, great music, great just everything, bosses, world building. Um, but yeah, overall, great game.
0: And and where can everyone find you outside of here?
4: Um. So I. I am the co-host of a podcast, the Gamer Girl podcast, with my friend, Maddie. Um, not myself, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, we also have a channel that we do, like, reactions and stuff on, the Gamer Girls Maddie and Maddie, and then I also have my own channel, Maddie Beth, that I have not posted anything to in a while, but I'm hopefully going to be posting some stuff there sooner rather than later, but that's all the stuff I do
0: awesome make sure if you're listening that you go listen to those shows as well and support all of our guests uh derek how about you you're next what do you oh think?
3: man oh man um this game is probably like i said before one of my top games of all time this game introduced me to this world of zelda i've got this game when i was 17 and i started playing it again today and it's still like I, I just get flooded flood, back like, and memorized. It still holds up to this day. And if you have a chance to play it, play it. This game just impacted everything. And I just, this the impact of this game cannot be understated. It's 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 still like, it's still one of the highest Metacritic sport games of all time. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I just think it's just, it's, just it's, it's, a, it's an amazing experience. But yeah, I think, you know, it's 25 years some later, and we're talking about we can gush for another hour about it, and this and, and have a blast talking about it. So, I love this game, hands down.
2: Awesome. And Chris, how about you? So, uh, I guess the short brief analogy: is that if this is an Ice Cream Sunday, the the N sixty four version is is an Ice Cream Sunday, and the three uh, DS version is just extra sprinkled on it because it's even better. But overall they're both the probably my favorite zelda games i know zelda 2 is, is great and I, how much i tell everybody i love it but it's uh like for 3d this is the one um and i'll go back and play it anywhere i'll defend this thing to the end of the end of the world um just so much fun and so well put together uh i have a couple things just a short plug uh um, because we're almost getting to the end of the year. If uh, you can go visit nintendodads.org and visit their Extra Life page, I'm still taking donations for the Hamilton Children's Health Sciences Center. Uh, so if you, if you are able to do that. And then uh, Shane and Tim and I are still doing our monthly streams of uh, Friday Night NSO. And if you want to check those out. Oh, yeah, that's
1: right. Go to the Nintendo <laughs> Dads
2: Twitch channel. <laughs> yeah we do we stream uh nintendo switch online games uh i think we did uh mario wonder but we do some old stuff there too like it's a mario party that's a good game by the way yeah so check out twitch.tv slash nintendo awesome yeah and need-
3: john i'm gonna start streaming again to event uh probably your first year i'll start streaming on twitch again too so awesome
0: uh, definitely go support everyone, uh, especially when it comes to charities uh, with Extra Life. Go ahead and make sure you're, you're tuning into those things and supporting those charities. Um, the only thing I got left is the announcement of the next show. We will be doing F-Zero X, as that's the next uh, Retro Rewind game that we're currently doing. Um, that will probably be after the first of the year. I'm probably done for the year after this. Um. so be on the lookout for that and the contest is still live so if you want to get your submissions in go ahead and shoot them over you got a good chance I think I've only got maybe f- three submissions so far and I think it's been a couple people going back and forth with the uh, best times so definitely uh, get your death races in and, and show me some uh, times that's it for this one. Thanks for listening to On Topic Retro, a part of the Retrologic family of podcasts. If you'd like to send in your personal experiences for the next show but don't have Discord, you can send them to ontopicretro at gmail.com. If you haven't joined our wonderful, non toxic Retrologic Discord and you would like to, you can visit Retrologic.games. Uh, for details on how to join for free, uh, there's tons of things on Retrologic.games. We have uh, three other podcasts besides this one. We have a blog that has all kinds of uh well here lately it's been a bunch of uh satire posts from Mike Wrights but Sam also contributes quite a few uh, articles to that as well. Uh we do have a merch store. I haven't been on there in a while, but it it has the same stuff. I think we got some shirts and stuff, some stickers and all that. But uh everything is at retrologic.games. That's it for this episode. We'll see you guys next time. Bye now. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
4: Bye.